Welcome, everybody. Thank you for joining us. This is Bad Sports. I'm your host, Eric Grundy. With me is Mark Bradford. Hello. We hope you're having an excellent weekend. Thank you for joining us. Lots to get into, but first, Mark, how you doing? Fantastic. You made it. Um, what's that mean? Well, we're here. Yeah. You know. It's Wednesday. We're still going. It's Wednesday, April 27th for us. It is 8.51 p.m. Late start. Late start, but... Had to get snacks. We, we got snacks. That is a necessity for us. Anything, uh, anything going on this week? Not a whole lot. No. No. Smooth sailing. Smooth sailing. We're gonna go to a hockey game Friday, right? Yeah, so we're. You know, let me. I, I plan on it, but I have to clear things up with my uh, my bandmate first. I was gonna record, but our friend Patrick. Shout out to Patrick. <laughs> yeah. No, that's no. That was the right one. Yeah. <laughs> His team. Uh, he's on a men's league that are competing for the championship, but they're. Uh, they're really into it, I guess. They got their uniforms. They're called the Wolfpack. Grundy really likes championships. No, I just think it's cool. I'll mean, just go and watch. Well, I like going and supporting friends. It's better if you know someone. But, yeah, I actually, I'm in a league myself. I just started Frisbee yesterday. <laughs> Ultimate Frisbee. Yeah, it, yeah, it's not the same as disc golf. It's just weird that you called it Frisbee instead of Ultimate Frisbee. <clears throat> yeah, I did say Frisbee, right? It is Ultimate. Ultimate Frisbee, for those of you who don't know, it's a... Uh, you might have to look it up. I'm not going to do a full description of it, but it's not the same as disc golf. It's, it's seven on seven, kind of like football. You try and, like, in basketball, you catch the disc and you throw it downfield and you just slowly move it down and the first person that scores, or the team that gets it in there scores, and then you can sub out, sub in. And usually games go up to like 15 points. We had our first game yesterday, and it was a. Uh, I'm pretty excited because my team's really cool. Uh huh. I want to play. A, you should. I want to come next Tuesday. You want to come and watch? I want to. I don't want to watch stuff. You can't. Uh, the subs are different. They don't. I don't know. They don't allow. Unless you didn't pay. You could probably. You know what? You might be able to. I don't know about joining, but. Forget about it. You'll, you. You can join late. the. Join the summer league, man. It already seems too organized for something that's just. As basic as ultimate frisbee. It's pretty organized. You can play in summer league. We'll be on the same team. Okay. Uh, hopefully we'll have a good captain like uh, the one that I have. His name's Nate. He's pretty cool. And I say that because some teams are pretty, like, at least in our neck of the woods in Grand Rapids, um, they can be a little petty. Like, just, and they just are really critical and really competitive. So, like, they... They're a little, especially if you're new, I kind of feel like they just, they think they're helping you, but they just kind of like bombard you with a ton of information. They're constantly okay. telling you stuff, which I try to keep it brief, like just let you play. Oh, and I do just run and up. catch it. Oh, no, there's a lot more strategy involved, mm. especially when this, when you have people that are really good, it's like you kind of have to adapt to some degree and Cause then it's like when you're in the season and you really want to win, then people are just like you know what? Well, fuck! It. I'm sick of losing five games in a row. We're gonna implement strategy. So when when they do that, then everyone's like, okay, well, it's time we all play ball now. I'm gonna score so many points. I could see you hucking, man. I could see you like doing a, like a side, like throwing a lot of uh, probably touchdowns. not a sidearm. You get to see what they kind of do that where they'll force sidearm. They'll uh, mark you on your to block your backhand. Oh well, then I'll just throw it directly at them. <clears throat> I'll make them not want to block me again. <laughs> Once they get hit in the chin, trust me, they're not going to block me again. I've done that before, actually. But uh, I'll hit you in the chin twice. No, you you don't want to do that. you you'll. I'm not doing it, it on out. purpose. I'll, oops, sorry. You play good defense, man. Good D. <laughs> good D. I don't know. I don't think you would do that. Uh, if we're losing. You're kind of like the, you remind me of the pitcher that throws, don't they do that where they throw really close to the batters to make them step back? You're yeah. Kind of that guy, you're like, pretty much. Up. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll I'd see. Hate to, I'd hate to hit somebody directly in the mouth, but with a Frisbee. I've seen it happen. I've seen it on an accident where someone just like threw a laser accident. and someone see, just like kind of ran does. into it a little bit, just, bah, just got him right in the chin. Did he bleed? 
No, I think they're fine. It still hurts, though. Um, so our team names are based off cars this year. We're on, I'm on Team GMC. What? We played the Subaru, and we beat them 15-2, to two, man. Why'd you pick GMC? I didn't, we didn't pick it. it was just, I don't know why they went with that. It was all right. Why not Team Maserati? Mm, they picked uh, the basic ones. Team Nissan. Nissan wasn't on there, actually. Honda's looking like the best one. They have, like, the best guys. How do you know uh, who the best guys are? You can just, They played it. So I say that because they played next to us on a field. And uh, in between, I was just kind of watching them. And I also knew a player on, that was playing against them. Her name's Tamara. And she was just telling me that they're fucking stacked. And I could tell. I could see some. I could recognize some of the players. They have the fastest guy in the league who's this, like, small Mexican guy. Mm-hmm. And then they have, like, a ton of, like, pretty tall 6'1", 6'2", utility players that are just, like... Foul. Six foul. They got, they got one that could guard you, too. They got, like, a tall guy. Not once he jumps and I punch him right in his thigh. But they're just, like... They're all experienced, and they can do it all. They can do catch. They can cut and throw. So I'm actually looking forward to play them. What do you mean, My, cut? Cutting is another term in Frisbee for, like, route running. Like, oh, but you that's do more cuts. so route it's running. A, okay, yeah. A lot of it's, like, vertical. South, uh, north and south. Like, I'm kind of the... I like to run slants, but that's usually you kind of... You have to be selective with that because you can get I would just depend on me jumping higher than the other guy. That, you know, depends. You can do it, but you'd be surprised. There's some... People can... Some people got some hops. But it was fun. We won 15 to 2... We like we were pretty good. I like my team because they're lighthearted, but we are still competitive too. Our captain Nate isn't. He's really fucking. He bailed me out, dude. I got. I had a blown coverage. This guy got past me once. Uh, it was a weird. I will say it was like something happened, and like I just was not ready for a transition. I think there was a turnover, and then he just was wide open, and I was chasing him down. And right when I thought he was gonna get it, I'm like, fuck, Mike. The captain, Nate, just comes out of nowhere, just fucking intercepts it. Just came out of nowhere, man. And, uh... I, that was yesterday? Yeah. And it was, like, snowing a little bit, too. What? A little bit, like, snowing? just a light, like... I thought... You guys, what what do you call that? When you play really good defense, 40. you're not supposed to. You told me that that's something you didn't do. Do what? Poaching. Well, I mean... That sounds that like poaching good. to me. Hmm... I covering more than one guy. Anyway, not to go for it. Yeah, uh, I caught one touchdown. I threw a touchdown. I think I had one incompletion. It was actually a short pass too. But uh, no, man, it was pretty. Good. My favorite part was at the last play. Uh, I threw. I picked it up when my team wasn't even there. My I was my team was in the middle of resetting because we had a turnover, and it was just me and another guy. And I seen them just standing in the end zone, kind of like. Just poorly covered. Like, there was, like, three people around him, but just not close enough. And I just, like, I looked at my team running towards me, and I was like, oh, fuck this. It's 13-2. to two. Let's get this over with. I just, I go discing, and I just pick it up, and I hammer it to him. Just boop, boop. You say what? You're supposed to pick it up on a turnover and just, call, like, declare, like, disc in. Like, you're basically, like, saying, like, hey, play starting now oh. like none of my team was there like they were all kind of making their way down and i was just like oh fuck it this guy just started it and just touched up and yeah we won so it was good i'm excited awesome i felt a little out of shape but you're a shape a little out of shape yeah that's my frisbee story all <laughs> right let's uh let's jump into it so our patreon page is five bucks if you write into us it's bad. Go to bad sports on Patreon. We will write, or if you write into us, we will read everything you write, any story, play any videos, react, anything you want. We will read it on the show. And right now, our Patreon follower Trevor writes in and says, "What's your favorite emotional hockey moment? Mine is Vladdy's return to Hockey Town. I'm sure he's old enough to remember that. Yeah, I actually. Do you know anything about that? Um. I'm not familiar with it, actually. Yeah, he got into a car accident. <gasps> oh, a limo I know. accident. Okay, okay. I am familiar with that now. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. I don't, I mean. I, I know exactly. I've only seen replays of it. 
That is really. I think I was ten probably when it happened. That's a sweet moment. It's sad. Isn't like did they? Uh, I can't remember. Did they have him like skate on the ice too? No, dude. He was in a fucking wheelchair. You dick. Oh, oh shit. You dick, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, but y'all don't say that. I'm so sorry, Vladimir. Uh, no, they they wheeled him out, and he was all like. All big eyes. I, I don't I I'm sorry, I was thinking I swear I he saw had, like, one of serious uh, brain damage. You're a fucking <laughs> jerk, dude. I was thinking of a I swear I thought of a moment where they, uh, someone was like skating but they had a another like player on the team like have them hold on to a hockey stick and they just kinda of pulled them and they were skating again. No, that's also pretty fucking sad, but I swear I've seen that in the NHL. They pushed him out on a wheelchair and put the Stanley Cup in his lap. Aw. Damn. Oh. Uh, so, do you have any emotional moments that you can think of? In not hockey? from hockey, but I got one from baseball that actually had me tear up in Buffalo Wild Wings when I was watching yeah. it live. Were you eating some? Uh, were you licking your chops after? No, we were thing? still waiting You're for like, food. <laughs> well, no, we. <laughs> God damn, that sauce is delectable. It's hot. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's hot and spicy, sweet and spicy. Uh, no, it was so. Uh, Jose Fernandez, after he died, their first game back. D. Gordon, who doesn't hit a lot of home runs, hit his first at bat of the game, hit a leadoff home run, and then tears from everybody ensued. All right, let's uh, let's play it. Gordon has started to look like the D. Gordon of last year. Gordon to right, it's deep. Yeah, I remember <laughs> sitting there looking at it on the big screen. And you just like, I started feeling choked up in my throat and I looked down and I looked back up and the person I was with, they were like, are you crying? I was like, a little. It's just when he goes back, when he's crying, running around the bases and then the Bat Boy, obviously they have cool relationships with the Bat Boys. Then you just see him go back to his, his team and his entire team is crying. A very stacked Miami Marlins. I know. With Stanton, Yelich. Who else? I do remember when that happened. I remember when the news broke out. Just That's terrible. why, like, when you get rich and you fuck around with, like, crazy fast boats and helicopters, like, can't be good for your overall health. Living in Miami with that money. Right, no state tax, no state income tax. It's hard not to. It's hard not to live in the fast lane. Life in the fast lane. Um, the I don't, I don't really have a an emotional hockey moment. I guess. At least it's not. It doesn't really. It's not on par with yours, Trevor. But the only moment that I can really think of that sticks out to me. I, I, again, it's like I guess what you want to call emotional the one that I can think of it's just one of my favorite all time moments in hockey is just Steve Eiserman's uh, slap shot from the blue line against the blues in overtime I that's my favorite moment because um, I remember just watching there's like this commercial that did like a reverse slow-mo of that celebration of them and like just the fucking emotional energy after Eisman hit that goal my God, it just, like, it was just so intoxicating. Like, it was just so intense. Even just watching the clip today, I'm just, like, it fires me up. And I'm just, like, God damn, that's so amazing. So that's my favorite emotional moment. Yeah, that's all I got. Want to jump in? Uh, Go ahead. I don't. Mm -mm. Uh -uh. Uh -uh, I got nothing. Let's jump into our sports quote of the day. We got a doozy for you. Do we now? And this one is uh, this one's from Ky- uh, Kyrie Irving. Nice. Suck my dick, bitch. That's our sports quote. 
of the day. Thank you, Kyrie. That's very insightful. <clears throat> Classic. I guess. Tell us about Flat Earth. <laughs> I don't. We don't. I don't know. I don't want to keep dogging on him about that. It's like she's like. Maybe he is. Maybe he's a flat earther, but. Oh, he's a crazy person. Hmm. Some people do. Some people judge him more for not getting vaccinated. I don't care about that. I don't, that's what they keep. That. So right now. I had COVID. It was nothing. I think Kyrie Irving's kind of a scapegoat at the moment. A lot of people are attacking him and KD, saying they suck and that like Kyrie's drama distracted the team. Uh, sure, you could make arguments that it did, but I don't think it really. I don't think it had anything. I think it was kind of irrelevant right now. I think right now in the playoffs, right, like against the Celtics, a former team of yours. Yeah, team of his, that's I mean. a good point. That's a good point. Usually they do pretty well against former teams. First of all, who is it? What kind of people do they let back there for some guy? To, like, that looks like a place that normal people aren't allowed to go. That's what I was wondering, too. Like, how the fuck do Some guys just get, like, Kyrie, you suck. It looks like you have to be. Like, how do you just get passes back there? I don't know. But, suck my dick, bitch. That's awesome. I thought that was pretty cool. He got. I think he got in trouble for it. Yeah, usually players. I, mean, I guess from uh, what I've seen of football, when players play their former team, they tend to do well. They play better. But I think Kyrie. I mean, he did put up like thirty, forty points against him a couple of games. Yeah. Like, I don't think he was really the reason to blame. But I just my question is kind of more toward. I don't know if, if I had to pick the blame, I'd be kind of more upset with Ben Simmons. Like that yeah. dude just kind of sat the bench, and for what? A, was his mental health? Is that what he's saying? He said he woke up with back pain. Mm. Woke up, man. Man's woke up dead. How do you wake up? How dead? you go to bed alive and wake up dead? Man's <laughs> man's been to bed alive, and woke up dead. <laughs> I I don't know about the Nets getting uh, getting Simmons, man. I hope he pans out for them, but uh, hasn't done much. No, he hasn't is done he, anything. And, and when he does come back from this back pain, is he really going to pan out? He's literally done nothing for the Nets. Is he gonna like really take them over the edge? You're telling me that, he, that like would they have won? Would they really beat the Celtics if Simmons did? Probably play? not. I kind of think they're better off without Simmons. If I'm being honest, what does he really provide? Uh, it's gonna be curious to see how the Nets go go on after this. I mean, with Kyrie and KD, how long do you think they're going to stay there? I feel like KD's already probably itching to go like KD's somewhere. probably already signed a contract with Boston. <laughs> I mean, I hate, I hate the dog on him, but I mean, he's kind of, he couldn't beat the Warriors, so he joined him. Yeah. What's stopping him from yeah. joining the Celtics? They'd take him. Why not? Fuck it. Join a super team. I mean, there's a Salary cap in basketball is so big, it may as well not even be there. Yeah, and I don't want to uh, focus too much on the Nets. I guess uh, I do want to acknowledge the Celtics for sweeping them, taking them out, showing uh, some momentum into the playoffs. They're looking really strong. All the other teams, uh, it's pretty. Some of them are pretty close. They're they're uh, they're getting down there though. We did have uh, the Raptors. This is back to Monday night. They they beat the Sixers one hundred three to eighty eight. Uh, at the time, the Sixers still had the series lead three to two. Mavericks went up three to two against the Jazz, beating them one hundred two to seventy seven. Kind of uh, going off. Seventy seven. Yeah, Jazz only had seventy seven, and the Heat eliminated the Hawks, and they advance into the playoffs. They defeated the Hawks ninety seven to ninety four. Now. Before we move on from this, I do think the Hawks should like. I think they should be uh, still be proud. I mean, I know they lost four to one, but they had some good games. They didn't get blown out by the Heat. The Heat are really good. They lost by three points. It sucks, but I think the Hawks are getting better. I mean, this is how you get better as a team. You gotta get. It's gonna sting. <laughs> Like it's gonna hurt. You're gonna it, you're gonna take a lot of L's in the playoffs before you make a run. I'm, Not necessarily. Well, I'm. I guess I'm. You know, referring to what I saw with the bad boys. It took them a while. It usually takes some teams a little bit to get their. You know, look at the box, man. They won it last year. It took them a little bit. It wasn't like their first run. 
No, I mean, you, to, the Golden Knights went to the Stanley Cup their first year. Well, that's a little different. You could say that. Okay. Well, I mean, I I think you gotta talk about the uh, what was it? The new um, like a new franchise. I feel like they got a lot of good players at first, and then you can tell they dimmed it down a little bit, and now the Kraken are just like pretty shitty. Look at the Kraken. I mean. Whatever, I'm not taking anything away from the Golden Knights. They did do something spectacular. They did. It would have been. Uh, who was the other team that uh, they were comparing them to? Another expansion team that almost won. Oh yeah, expansion team. Thank you very yeah. much. Anyways, back to ba- uh, basketball. I think the Hawks, uh, Atlanta fans, be happy. Like you're, they're making progress. They're getting better. They still have a young team, and I do. The Heat are. They were. Without What's that series some, uh, at? The Heat and the Hawks. Yeah. The Heat won. They oh, okay, four all. They have one, yeah, four to one. Four one. They got a game on them, man. And the Heat are really good. They also were out players, but I think that that shows you the difference between a good team and a great team. I mean, they. I think Butler's out. He might be out for a little bit. So we'll see. Uh, that might come to hurt the Heat down the road with these injuries. But yeah, moving on. To the my favorite series so far. If you couldn't tell, I'm just like this is. This is really getting me into NBA playoffs in general. Like this is what I think the playoffs are all about, man. The Grizzlies and the Timberwolves is just neck and neck. The leads, I mean, the Grizzlies had like two or three games where they're coming back twenty points. They come back with, and they're coming down to the wire. The Grizzlies defeat the Timberwolves one eleven to one oh nine. John Morant had like this most insane was it jaw. A game winner. He had the, okay, that was he had a game winner, and then uh, recently he just had this fucking dunk. Uh, yesterday, check this out. Winner takes a three-two lead in this opening round series. Morant. Oh, whoa! Damn, dude. Imagine how cool it must feel to be able to do that. I'm gonna jump just over this grown will. man. Oh, and we need to get the ball in the hoop. I got this. I'll just jump over him. His head was over the basket. Yeah, man, he's going to be such a talent. He already is, but, like, the legacy he's going to make for himself is just going to be unreal. Oh. Yeah, so the another interesting series, though, uh, moving well, on to... Okay, oh. Quick, for a second, remember, I, I, I don't want this to sidetrack us too long. Sure. But do you remember when we did who would win in a fight between Hornets and Hawks? The I Hornets do. one. I do. Okay. Who would win in a fight, a pack of Timberwolves or a Grizzly? This is a very fascinating debate. Um, because these are the ones that you could just, I mean, people sitting around campfires talking about talking this all the time. Six Timberwolves. What's a pack average? Six, six to eight? Probably. And just a Maybe more, Grizzly. though. Could be more than that, though. Let me look that up real quick. Give us your take while I look this up. Well, you see, obviously a grizzly is really strong. Um, and fast. And fast. Not as fast as wolves, though. A grizzly can climb trees. Um, they got huge, like, four-inch claws. Yeah, six wolves. Six wolves, usually? CaliforniaWolfCenter.org. So we'll say eight. Oh, wait. Actually, no. No, I take it back. Wolf pack size can range from two to 36 wolves, with the average pack size consisting okay, of two, six. Two, two, is not a pack. Like, two is not a pack. It's a couple. It's a couple of wolves. That's a couple of wolves. Three is a bunch. I'll say six yeah. is a pack. We'll do six. We'll do six in this Wanna scenario. Do six? Yeah. Okay. Um, right into us. Who, who do you think would win? The Grizzly? Or is it just one? It says Grizzlies. No, it's just one Grizzly. You okay. don't get... To, just, grizzlies don't fight together. They fight each well, other. You get comes. one Grizzly. We're going to meet in the middle of six and eight and say seven wolves. What about two? Two, two Grizzlies. Wo- no. No. <laughs> one Grizzly. Okay. Okay. Um, Six wolves it's and a grizzly. It's not Memphis Grizzly. They just call them the Grizzlies. I'm gonna take the. I'll take the wolves. You gonna take the wolves? Yeah, I don't think a grizzly's gonna kill six wolves, man. I don't know, man. If it's a male, a grizzly could male. literally just like or a wolf across. If it's a mother protecting her cubs. No, dude, it's a fucking would, grizzly bear. A big, the biggest, very biggest grizzly bear. I don't know. That's a fucking fascinating fight. It is, dude. I would. It'd be a massacre to see. I think the Timberwolves would get him. Because all they gotta the do is claws. just lunge on, and there's gotta do six of them, though, dude. Like they're gonna be seven. 
We upped it to seven. Oh, okay. Well, hey, my point stands. Right. That's what I would say. Move, oh, well, I guess back to this game. Carl Anthony Towns had 28 points. John Moran had 30. I mean, we're just seeing such a great game with these young players, young stars. I'm just happy the Timberwolves are breaking onto the scene in the playoffs. You know, they're not just getting swept. I know, like, I'm not trying to dog on the Nets, but look at this young Minnesota team that was, like, last, last year, just really down on their luck, and here they are fighting with John Morant and the Grizzlies. You got to love it. The Suns defeated the Pelicans 112-97. to uh, Bridges had 31 points for the Suns. They're dealing with injuries right now, and they're hanging in there. They're leading the series 3-2. to two. That was Tuesday. And today we got uh, yeah, the Bulls and the Bucks. The Bucks are whooping ass 91-68. So in uh, tomorrow, Thursday night, we have the Raptors and the 76ers, the Suns, the Pelicans, and the Mavericks and the Jazz, all 3-2 in the series. The Sixers, the Suns, and the Mavericks will advance if they win. Do you have any teams that you're rooting for in particular? I kind of want to see the Raptors spoil the Sixers' time, and I want them to... I'll say the Sixers, just because why not? You think they're going to win? I'd like him to. I, I wouldn't be mad either way, but I also think it would be cool if the Raptors came back and just kind of stunned them. I also want to see the Pelicans beat the Suns. I'm not going to lie. I wouldn't, I'm not going to be mad if they advance, but that would be fucking crazy if the Pelicans beat the Suns and move on in the playoffs. But what about our boy Booker? Then he's. I wouldn't be mad if he won either. But I'm just saying because they're such underdogs, mm. I can't help but... Root for them. That's what I feel about the 76ers. I mean, compared to every other team. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm honestly, I don't have a real, I don't have a dog in the fight. I'd be, especially. Uh, we're not going to have a dog in the fight for a while, bud. What do you mean? Uh, uh, playoff basketball. As Pistons fans, we're not going to have a dog in the fight no, for a long right. time. Although, now that Ben Simmons is out of Philadelphia, I do enjoy Philadelphia more. I, like, I. I think Embiid's good. They got Harden too. They gonna. I would wouldn't be surprised if they made a decent run. I would love to see the Pelicans fucking turn it around. Watch your profanity. <laughs> and and just they should actually be happy that they even got two wins in the playoffs. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, if you were to tell me that, if you said to me, "Hey, Pelicans or Nets, who gets swept in the playoffs?" I'd be like, "Pelicans, Pelicans." No, mm-mm, Nets. It's like what? Shit, dude, what? that's crazy. And yeah, Jazz and the Mavericks. I, you know, I liked. I thought the Jazz were gonna come off strong, but the Mavericks are looking pretty dominant right now. Luka Doncic looks like. Uh, I, I said it wrong again. Doncic. 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 <laughs> Luka Doncic. He's uh he's looking pretty, pretty dominant, man. He put up uh, what did he put up? Oh, that's it. Average twenty eight game. 28 points per game. It's good for playoffs. I think those are playoff averages. Donovan Mitchell's got 25. Yeah, very exciting. That's all we got for the NBA. Moving on. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Moving on to the, oh, it's a college baseball, Mark. So Michigan's Joe Stewart drove in uh, a Big Ten record, 11 runs in the oh, win for sure. Ohio State. Yeah. In one game? In one game. In one game. Wow. Probably wouldn't be a record. I don't think they, they keep two-game records. If you don't follow baseball, that's a heck of an amount of runs to drive in. Like, Jesus Christ, 11 runs? Did anyone else do anything? They, I think they scored 16. Okay. Michigan's baseball team hosted its second largest regular season crowd in program history on Saturday. And the 2,750 fans, or 2,000, is that, is that how you say it? 2,750? 2, that just doesn't sound right to me. <laughs> no. <laughs> the 2,750 yeah, 2,750. It doesn't, that doesn't really roll off the tongue that well. <laughs> At Fisher Stadium, we're treated to a record-breaking performance. Outfielder Joe Stewart, a graduate transfer from Michigan State. See, it really is better over there. 
<laughs> Transferred from Michigan State, hit three home runs and drove in 11 runs in a 16-13 win over Ohio State. His 11 RBIs in a game are the most by a Big Ten player of all time. Holy crap. Portage Central graduate finished the day four for six, including two grand slams and consecutive at-bats. His first came in the second inning and was launched over the center field wall, giving the Wolverines, who are 22-15 and 15, and 8-3 and three in the Big Ten, the 6-2 lead. Crushed the second grand slam to left field the following inning to extend the team's cushion to 12-2. With Stewart's performance, he is now on the team with he is now second on the team with eight home runs and third with 35 RBIs with a 335 batting average. Spent five years at MSU. So this guy's like really this is his final year. I didn't know you could play ball for five years. Spent five years at MSU, six foot four, two fifteen. Played in 57 games. Oh, wow. Okay. Started at 38. Damn. 11 runs. He had such a good game. I wonder if, like, anyone was questioning his ability before this game. And they're like, ah, oh, you know, he's all right. I, I can't believe you can play for five years. Joe's doing all right. So but, this would know. be his sixth year? Then all of a sudden, when the next game, he just drives in 11 runs. And what does it mean, graduate transfer? Does that mean he's already graduated? That's what it sounds like. Why are you still playing college He might have. Ball, maybe dude. he was. Um, I think they. You, well, uh, I I gotta say I'm not too informed on this, but I know there's a lot of like you know red shirting is a thing. Yeah. I've seen like some players in football. Well, they'll play, but they they're done with school. It's like there's weird situations. Like I gotta that. go to work in the morning, guys. <laughs> <clears throat> That's cool, man. I mean, good for Michigan. They defeated Ohio State. They're kind of whooping their ass and just about everything right now, just for one year. But yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what the thing is? College baseball really isn't covered that much. We might have to dive into it a little bit more. At least like talk about the World Series when it comes up. Moving on to, I like that they still call it the College Baseball World Series, even though the world has nothing to do with yeah, it. Yeah, no, it's not like you know, world. <laughs> you guys playing Indonesia? <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to Major League Baseball. And the first story we got to talk about are my beloved Tigers, our beloved Tigers. I stayed up past my bedtime last night watching them. And I made that's the risk you take being a sports fan, Which, you know? What time does the, does the game finish? Uh, like around 11. For two Central Division teams. The game should not start any later than 7 o'clock. They're, they start at 7 tonight. Why, how did it go to 11? Uh, it, they didn't go to extra innings. It was the bottom of the ninth. I don't know. It just took a long time. Even if it is nine innings, I mean, they can go as long as they need to. Well, that's what all the rule changes are for, to speed up the game. Yeah. I did read that they're speeding up in the minors or wherever they are experimenting with that. Those pitching changes are speeding games up by 20 minutes. That's what I read. But back to the Tigers. They were down... I was pretty crushed because they were losing to the Twins the whole game. They are playing Minnesota, in Minnesota. And I got to say, I do like their uniforms with the powder blue. That looks cool. Their powder blue is pretty common. I, I think seen. I'm sick of gray. Dodgers, Every single team has a gray. They have a white and gray Twins. uniform. I swear to God. Everyone's got a gray uniform. Cardinals, Braves. It's five teams. But right is there. it are they all like powder blue? Powder? Really? Their alternates or retros would be powder blue. Okay. All right. Well, anyways. Tigers have always been gray and white. I do. I like the gray and orange. I don't mind the... I guess I'm biased, but I do like the well, Tigers really no gray and white, but... Orange in the Tigers. Just the letters. I like the letters. Yeah, but it's... And the numbers. Just that one tiny it's three orange layers. accent. It's, it's yeah. Or, yeah. Blue, white, and orange. I like it. That's nice. It's, it's different. Anyways, they were down... Um, was it two to three? Four, four, three. Tigers were up four, three. Well, no, no, no. Before they went up, I think they were down three to one, actually. And their recently signed big free agent, Javier Baez, is doing Baez things. The man is coming in clutch. He's driving in runs. He single-handedly put us up above the Twins. The Twins were up because of uh, their batter, Kepler. He's He was killing it. It was basically a battle between him and Baez. So Baez puts us in position to win. We go into the ninth. 
they we put in uh, Gregory Soto, who like I don't really have a bad opinion about. Like I've he's had my he's made my palms sweaty a few times, but I've seen him pull it off. He throws eight balls in a row. First eight pitches, all balls. That means he walked two batters right off the gate. Not a single strike thrown. And then Kepler comes up, the most dangerous guy in the lineup, and then he fucking kicks it into gear, strikes him out. I'm like, okay, okay. Jesus, what the fuck? And then, uh, uh, here we go. Let me find it real quick. Oh, actually, I don't have it. I think his name is, uh, Sano, or, uh, I can't remember. Oh, wait. Anyways, the batter from the Twins comes up, and uh, they have this insane blooper, man, where... Here we go, I found it. Line drive right field. Over the glove of Grossman. Off of the right fielder's glove. He's going to be held there, and the Twins have filled the bases, and now Sano goes towards second, and that forces the runner from side. And now it's thrown away. One run was that was the worst throw I've ever seen. Win the game. If AJ Hinge said Eric Haas will never play another major league game for the Tigers, I honestly couldn't blame him, dude. Like, how the fuck do you do that? How do you do that? Sano, that's how you pronounce his name. So Sano came up and he hit a, I mean, he hit a great ball. Grossman missed it because watching it slowly, I think it bounced off the tip of his glove. I think he missed timed his jump. I think he might have jumped a little early, which is why he was behind it. If he would have ran, it just kind of looked like he wasn't fucking paying attention. It just looked like he was caught off guard, and like he just jumped too early. It bounced. He should have caught it for an out. Yeah. Didn't I mean God dude it touched his glove like he like it's not like it was over him. I've had him bounce out of my glove before. He he's a professional. He is a professional. I'm he not should a professional. Have it. He didn't. We were still in the game. That was just the tying run. And then he uh, his cutoff man, I don't know who the fuck that was. Was I don't know if that was Baez or who scope? Someone threw over the ball to Haas, like they didn't they didn't even make it into the grass. They like threw it over the dirt. And it landed right there. What is that, like 10 feet? I don't know. He fucking spiked the ball. Haas picks it up. He's like, no, I'll do you one better, buddy, and throw you a I'll just worse ch- ball. chuck it in and the field. And I'll just field. throw it to a fan in the stadium. <laughs> he be, like, he just runs up. Sano made an error, and Haas was just like, no, fuck your error, and just throws the ball over the third baseman. Yeah. And Missed just, by a lot. Dude, I saw that, and I just turned the fucking TV off. I was like, my God. Uh, how the fuck? And you know what? Eric Haas was right in the center of the Twins celebrating, and I'm fucking glad. I bet they gave him an earful. I'm glad they, that he Emotional damage! He fucking deserves that, man. I hope you just witnessed it. I hope they just mugged him, just fucking bumped into him as they're celebrating. Good. God, that was pathetic. So pathetic. Wow. You really hate that guy. No, I'm not. I... I actually like him. He's been really clutch this year and in the past, but oh my god, dude, how do you fuck that up? I don't know. Moving on, the Mets are getting frustrated because they've been uh, getting hit with the ball a lot. Yes. I think, it was it like 19 now? They've been hit yep. 19 times? That's kind of absurd. And we've talked about this before. We talked about that brawl that broke out over Lindor. Because him and he almost took a shot to the face. That was pretty scary, actually. But now they just keep getting hit. And, um, yeah, what do you got for us? Arenado gets buzzed. Frustrated Mets got into a brawl with the Cardinals. Uh, New York Mets hit by pitch frustrations boiled over on Wednesday when reliever Yoan Lopez threw a pitch near Nolan Arenado's head. Man, that's it's one thing to get hit, like, in the shoulder or, like, the shin or something like what's up with all these head pitches man sparking a benches clearing brawl that led to Arenado's ejection in the St. Louis Cardinals 10 to 5 victory Mets hitter JD Davis left in the top of the eighth inning after being hit in the left foot that hurts getting hit in the foot yeah that does 
Getting hit in the left foot by a pitch from Genesis Cabrera, the major league leading 19th hit by pitch for the Mets this season, including three Tuesday night against St. Louis. Three? That's quite a bit, man. New York appeared to retaliate a half inning later against Arenado, who reached four times and drove in three runs. Lopez zipped a 94-mile-per-hour fastball near his head, and Arenado began yelling for Lopez to do it again. The benches and bullpens cleared, and the teams pushed and shoved near home plate. Cardinals first base coach, this is a very interesting name, Stubby Clap. (laughs) (laughs) Seems to uh, tackle Mets star Pete Alonzo near the center of the melee. Cardinals Cardinals veteran Adam Wainwright later walked over to Alonzo to ask if he was all right. Well, that's nice of him. What a, yeah. Good sport. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Leave him alone. That stubby it clap sounds like a real asshole. I mean, that's, that's stubby for you. <laughs> stubby stubby being stubby. <laughs> what a name, though. Stubby clap. How could you take that guy serious? He's never going to be a manager of the team. I don't think you could with that name. And the Yankees hire stubby clap as their <sighs> manager. Baseball had a lot of stupid fucking names. Catfish? What was Catfish? Who was the guy Catfish? What? There's a guy that they called Catfish in baseball. That's a weird name to be nicknamed. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't have anything against the Mets or the Cardinals, but I don't want, I don't want to see people get injured. Uh, with the just Catfish people Hunter. hate Catfish Hunter. Yeah, play for the Athletics. What? Why do you think the Mets are being targeted right now? Do you think it's just coincidence? Yeah, probably. Could be. I know we've talked about this before. Where like it could just be uh, maybe they're just really shitty at pitching. I don't know. In other news, we were shitting on the Cincinnati Reds last week or the week before. We're talking about them. I'm sure we have some Ohio fans that are mad about that. Maybe not. We don't really have any fans. <laughs> well, I don't. I'm just joking. It's all right. So the Reds ended their 11-game losing streak. They actually beat the Cardinals. This was on the uh, 24th, I believe. Uh, they ended their 11-game losing streak, the longest in six years. I mean, uh, damn. 11 games is a lot. I mean, I feel like any time you lose more than five is bad. That's when it's bad. Especially when you get to 10. It's like, oof, oh, oof. But uh, they, they beat the Cardinals. So good on them. That's all we got for Major League Baseball. Stick around. We're going to jump into the NFL next. All right. Welcome back. Let's dive into the NFL. A few few headlines to talk about. The NFL draft is tomorrow. It is Thursday. It's the first round. It's kind of the only round that I really care about. A lot of, uh, you know, a lot of uh, nerds, a lot of people who are really, like, really passionate fans. They watch the whole draft. They do care about every single pick that their team makes. And, um, you know, that's cool, too. I get it. I'm really big into the dynasty for the Lions as well. I'm, I, I'm definitely going to check out all of their draft picks because I'm a Lions fan. But there are some uh, interesting implications that might have to do with the draft. A couple headlines that came out, one of them being uh, Denver re-signed Melvin Gordon, bringing him back for a one-year deal. He will be leading the backfield with Javante Williams, who had a pretty excellent year last year for Mm -hmm. the Broncos. And this is going to usher in the new Russell Wilson era. And now that I think about it, that's a pretty good backfield. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Melvin Gordon, Javante Williams, Russell Wilson. That's a it's pretty good. They should be but one thing I did you have to remember they did give up Noah Fant, their star studded tight end. And I saw that Denver did sign former Ravens tight end Eric Tomlinson in early March. He's more of a pass, like a run blocking or a blocking tight end. So remember that too. I mean they're gearing up to uh they're already kind of pandering to Wilson. Like, hey, by the way, don't worry. We're not going to – this isn't going to be the same situation as the Seahawks where you're getting fucking sacked like 40 times a season. The, the blocking position seems so boring. Like, 
They really Imagine do. being a professional athlete and all you do is block. Yeah, but they're so. I know boring. it's their job and they're important, but I just think I'm. I'm it's man. kind of the reason why they win games, man. Like you can't. Uh, Tom Brady, he can't make those throws unless he's getting blocks. Yeah. And you're gonna hate my next segment then. <laughs> yeah. What is it? I'm not done with this one. So. <coughs> Maybe I hate oh, this one. Yeah, so uh, I'm curious. Uh, that's another uh, draft implication. Uh, they they say that this draft in particular has some some of the best tight ends in a decade, and that's why I think I think the Broncos are probably going to tap into that. This uh, Tomlinson guy they signed is pretty old too. I looked him up. He's got a massive beard, dude. He looks like a grizzly man. Nice. I'm like, he he's not catching any balls. He only had like one reception. He's just a blocking tight end. So Broncos are definitely going tight end in the draft. I, I'm calling it right now. The Jacksonville Jaguars, this is kind of a big deal because it's going to make or break them. They just signed a $54 million extension on their left tackle, who's uh, 26 years old. His name's Cam Robinson from Monroe, Louisiana. He was the 34th overall pick in 2017. So he started all 61 games. Um, he's Some people don't think he's doing too well. PPF... I don't really care for PPF that much, but they regraded him at 67.4. But the thing is, last year he only allowed one sack, and he had a career-low 31 pressures. That is kind of a lot, but, dude, $54 million, they're kind of in the hole now. It's like this guy's either going to pan out or you just spent $54 yeah. million on a, a, one of your linemen that kind of might not be so good. So, and you gotta, this is also their second year in a row picking first. So I'm kind of keeping track on how long they're going to be at the bottom. I'd like to see them do well, but that might have been it, man. This could like a year from now we could be, or two years from now we're going to be thinking, damn, they, uh, the Jaguars are fucking up. I mean, if you're getting back-to-back first-round draft picks, you're already fucking up. Yeah. Yeah. Not not too high on them. I don't know. I hope this works out but I don't think so that's all we got for the NFL jumping into the NHL Austin Matthews Unfortunately, it put up a 60th goal, but it was came against the Red Wings. You hate to see it, but you know here we are. You're, I'm used We're to on it TV, right now. baby. Yeah. Uh, good for him. That is sensational. Austin Matthews plays for the Toronto Maple Leafs. He put up six. His six. He reaches 60 goals, and yeah, it was uh, NFL leading 59th and 60th goals that uh, defeated the Red Wings 3-0 on Tuesday. They clinched home ice advantage in the first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs. The 24-year-old American, who snapped a five-game goal drought, is the first player to score 60 times in a campaign since Steven Stamkos in 2011 and 12. Yeah, I forgot. Stamkos used to be the shit. He's yeah, kind he of, did. He's still, like, all right, but, he, man, when he was in his prime, I forgot how fucking good he was. Holy shit. He plays for the Lightning still, by the way. I did some more research, and... um. In the NHL records, Matthews is the the twenty first person to do that. Dude, Mike Bossy did that five times. That is, I keep forgetting that's fucking great. Yeah. And Wayne Gretzky also did it five times. Uh, Mario Lemieux four times. Phil Esposito. Four I don't times. think. I mean, if I'm gonna be honest, I don't think Wayne Gretzky's doing it in today's game. I'm not gonna get into that. He did it though. Yeah, he did it. He did it. I mean, we've talked about Good it for him. Good for him. I mean, same thing with Gordie Howe. Like, they're just... Everybody's yeah. an athlete now. Everybody's faster than they were back then. Yeah. Alex Ovechkin is dealing with an injury right now for the Capitals. That's a little um, concerning. This is the 25th time in his 17-year career. That he's been injured, and right now they don't know how long it's going to be. Uh-huh. This sounds it's like hockey. a lot, but it's actually not. In 17 years, that doesn't seem like that much. He's been in the league for 17 years. 17 fucking years. Jesus. What a boss. Jesus. 
I hope he comes back. Hope he, like, you know, if he doesn't, I'm also not going to be surprised. I mean, you know, he's, he's going to come back. Yeah, we'll see if they can hang in there that long. Oh, and another very fascinating story. The stars and the knights just went at it. What's interesting here is that they are both fighting for the last playoff spot there in the Western Conference. N- neither team has been... Uh, ooh, it's the Stars have 95 points and the Vegas Golden Knights have 91. Ooh, close. They just faced each other and they had a seven-round shootout. The Knights uh, lost to the Stars. And I believe it was... Uh, crap, who was it? I don't know the name. Uh, yeah. Uh, Miro Heiskanen. Yeah. yeah. He scored the shot in the shootout. And the Knights still have a chance. So we'll see. They could still win it. The Dallas Stars could lose every game. They don't, you know, they still have a chance. This is what I love about the playoffs. You never know who's going to make it. And yeah. It'd be the first time they didn't make the playoffs if they don't. Yeah, yeah. If the Knights did not make the playoffs. First time in their franchise history. Must be nice. Must be nice. I mean, we did go 25, 26 years in a row. Yeah. Yeah, we know what it's like. That's all we got for the NHL. Uh, The playoffs start next week, Monday. The standings look pretty much the same. You got the Avalanche on top, the Florida Panthers on top, the Maple Leafs and the Lightning right there with them. And, yeah, I'm curious to see who's going to win with the Dallas Stars and the Knights. I'm going to follow that one for sure. Let's see where the Canadians are real quick. Where the, hang on, where the, where the, where's the Canadians at? Ball last in the league. They did get more than 10 game, ten wins, though. Where are we at? They're at 20 and 11. Red Wings are uh, right here. 31 and 40. 31, 40, and 10. Yeah. Not, not, not even in the middle of the pack. Near the end. Near the back. That's all we got for the NHL. Moving on to our next headline. This is going to be... This is... Uh, oh, this is in soccer. I found this on Reddit. This is absolutely gut-wrenching. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait. I got to find it. Shit. All right, oh, no. Go. Oh, there it is. So this is Inter Milan's second-choice goalkeeper. I don't know how to say his name. Ayanut Radu. Seems right. That's probably pretty good. He. This is so. Inter Milan is. They are in a spot to win the Serie A title, and they're facing Bologna. I think I what, said that right. What? What? Is, what is a massive clanger? Drops a massive. Drops clanger. a massive I guess clanger. That's what him is that like? It? Took a massive shit on the field. So is the, that what it means? So like, he's oh, about really he's, shit to bed. This player throws it to the goalkeeper to kind of boot it out. And he just kind of pulls the Charlie Brown and misses. That is what it is, Charlie Brown. This is listening. Scarcely believable. Not just the game. I like that you that- can't understand a word that guy says. <laughs> like from here, it sounds like a different language. It does. But it is, he is It's English. It's always British. Too. I love that. He just missed. He went that to pick with his looks left. like baloney. It's Belonga. Okay. This wasn't just the game either. This might have cost them the championship, the Serie A title, and he missed it. Also, if I'm being honest, that the it's not even going that fast. Like, what is that like? Five, like two, four miles an hour. Uh, like, I mean, dude, that's not. I mean, even if it's going faster, it's bouncing than that, a little matter. bit. It wasn't bouncing by the time it got to him. <laughs> yeah, just man, I'm got nervous and missed. Lost to fucking. Bologna. I don't fucking get it. I get that it's Belonga, but it's spelled but Bologna. What a bunch of Bologna, huh? What a bunch of Bologna. And on to our final segment. This is our bad sports moment of the week to send you off on a high note. I mean, it's not the bad sports moment of the week because it didn't happen this week, but it is the bad sports moment of our week. Sure. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, the backstory real quick. This is um, 
This is a video of a moment of silence for a fan at a Chester City and Wrexham game. And a Wrexham fan recently died in their sleep prior to the game. Man's woke up dead. And they're doing... How do you wake up dead? How do you go to bed alive and wake up dead? So they're doing a, a moment of silence for him. And this is, uh, this is what happened. Quiet. Here's some people laughing. Turning heads. He's got a jockey helmet. The guy that's filming this is wearing a helmet, and I love it, dude. It's a helmet with jockey goggles on it. So that was really coordinated. Now that I hear it back for a second time, they I didn't do, realize you, that. I guarantee you they all planned it out before. Well, the game. There was just that one guy going, Scotty's in a box. And then everyone else. In a box. In a box. So it's, I'm sure they, were, they, they definitely pre planned these somehow. They were at the pub. They were at the pub playing this. Right that's, before. Dude, apparently that was the Chester City It's catchy, fans. too. Dude, it's catchy. I'm not going to lie. Scotty's in a box. And a Let's box. hear it one more time. That's <laughs> I like to hear everybody freak out. Start like, with that guy's look right there. <laughs> you, you could tell he knew something was up because you, you, you can hear people laughing a little yeah. bit. Go, <laughs> Play it from there. <laughs> He looks up quick. What? Look at all the police standing by the, the edges. So many of them. That's disgusting. Dude, can I just say that the British we should, are I want, absolutely? I want to go to one of those games. Fucking savage. Dude. I want to go to one of those games. A lo- like a fucking low tier soccer game. Yeah. Like the division. One where we're guaranteed low tier, low security levels. I want to see. Some- you just don't see that like a. a NFL Whoa, innocent game, bystander. Dude. I'm a tourist. I'm a tourist. Yeah, you better be careful. Just wear neutral colors, man. You ever seen the movie Green Street Hooligans? No. It's pretty cool. Stars. Uh, stars Elijah Wood and uh, Charlie Hunnam from Sons of Anarchy. It's about. Oh. Soccer clubs and the violence oh, of yeah, their yeah, fan yeah. bases. Yeah, yeah, the hooligans. Yeah, it's a fun, it's a fun movie to watch. No, I'm fascinated with it too. I mean, God, every year there's always riots and shit. They but do uh, that stuff is so savage, dude. How the fuck are you gonna chance guys? That's so. I just would never think about that. Like if I was at like a, like if, even if I went to like a, a Packers game, for example, and I'm a Lions fan. And like they're honoring a fan that died. First of all, I think that would just be crazy. There's so me. many people there, you'd never get a chant that anybody would hear. Well, and they don't section it off like they do in soccer. Yeah, you, like you're, you're not sitting, you're not sitting. Murdered. You guys are over here, they're over there. They do that, yeah, they separate. Like, it's like high school. Yeah. I kind of think they should do that. And it so. was just like a yellow wall of police in front of all of them. Oh, yeah. Well, that's our bad sports moment of the week. Any other notes? No, that's it. Well, if you've made it this far, thank you so thank much. You, thank you. Thank you very much. That's how, that's how I just wanted to also thank. thank uh, thanks to our sponsors, Cat uh, Stash. Cat Stash. Um, Go to the website. Do you think your cat would look better with a mustache? You can get uh, cat mustaches, 20% off with the Bar, um, handlebar mustaches. <laughs> Um, Charlie Chaplin's. We had to change the name from you know who to Charlie Chaplin's because they weren't selling very well. Promo code bad. <laughs> Promo code baddie. Catstash.com. You know we have the French Montour mustache, curly pencil in every color. Yeah, cat beards coming soon. Yeah, I was gonna say catstashnow.com. Thank you for joining us. Have a fantastic week. 
We Promo will see code you meow. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs>